This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Roundup on Free FM, RFM, and MPR. As always, I'm Grady, and live on Skype, we got Josh. Hey. Uh, got some Raw, got some SmackDown, got some NXT to get through. Let's just sort of hit some topics as we feel like it. I guess the big one for SmackDown this week, uh, even though Brock Lesnar showed up and, uh, and got face to face, it isn't Brock that we're going to be talking about, really, if we're talking about Roman Reigns' short term future. No, I suppose it's not. Um, yeah, I guess uh, we said they said they had to have an opponent for uh, Reigns by the end of SmackDown. At the end of SmackDown, we found out who it is. <laughs> In probably the most unique fashion ever. Um, because they knocked on the door in a specific pattern of knocks. Okay. Which spelled out S H I. E-L-D. Couple of callbacks. Yeah. Yeah, it was Seth Rollins who came in and then started cackling. (laughs) It's an interesting match for sure. Um, Like, obviously, I don't think we were going to see Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar in a um, Champions v. Champions match at the Royal Rumble. Um, Maybe down the line, but not at the Royal Rumble. And... Probably my last guess would have been uh, Seth Rollins. You know, we talked about all these people uh, drafting over and um, a line of new challenges for Roman Reigns. And we get somebody else who jumps ship over there to challenge him instead. Yeah, honestly, it's more ammunition for the potential two in the brand split. Hmm. Yeah, it, I guess Drew McIntyre is having a bit of a bit of an issue with his neck at the moment, I believe. Um, so uh, I guess he's taken off the list, and then you sort of go, who who else you got? Um, there's yeah. a couple of names here and there, but if you want a big match, Seth versus Reigns will get you it. Yeah, and if you really wanted to pull the title off of Reigns, you can't get much better than Rollins. <laughs> There has been rumors saying they could do this, they could do that. Um, there's one rumor saying that Roman could end up costing Brock his championship to Lesnar, to Lashley. Um, there's a rumor saying that um, it could result in um, Lesnar ending up in the Rumble somehow and winning it and then facing Reigns at the WrestleMania. Um, rumors saying it to be the other way around is where it's just Lesnar ends up costing him the title while retaining his, and this leads to Reigns in the Rumble and winning it. So it's it's a lot of interesting, and of course it could always be that they could put both champions in the Rumble and one of them wins it and faces the other. Yeah, there's just so many different directions that are possible to, to go to with this. 
Um, <laughs> although it was born about from uh, a not great situation of Roman Reigns testing positive, um, they've been able to to continue that feud going and continue to make both stories interesting. Like the head of the table stuff is still great. Um, Lumberjack Brock Lesnar is still great. I think everybody's looking forward to Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns and everybody's looking forward to Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. So ultimately, if anything, it worked out really well for the WWE. Yeah, it got a couple matches that we wanted in terms of, of Lashley. We won Lashley versus Lesnar ever since Lashley came back. That's been a big match in the minds of a lot of fans. And of course, We've seen Reigns and Wallace a lot, but they're always great matches, and Reigns is just on a different level than he's ever faced Reigns before, hmm. or Rollins before. So it's just like it's just that much bigger of a match. So they got two really big matches for Wrestle, for Royal Rumble, and there's so much potential around them that they can do beyond it. Yeah. Because, as, yeah, as you say, like that's me talking about the two massive uh world title matches but yeah the the men's royal rumble is sitting there with the possibility are we going to end up with our wrestlemania main event being champion versus champion winner takes all are we going to see one of them drop a belt challenge the other are we going to see them both drop their belts and have a non-title feud uh heading into wrestlemania there's just so many little side feuds happening the entire way through it because paul Heyman was so important to this head of the table storyline that I'm glad they didn't just drop that all together, just move Lesnar to Raw and forget about it. Like, I want a little bit of conclusion on my Roman Reigns-Paul Heyman storyline. Which I always figured we would get, no matter what. Because I, I kind of felt, even with the detour of having to change change directions, I kind of always felt that we were going to get something in the future between them to give us some sort of resolution. And with the Rumble staring us right in the face, that was a per- that's a perfect a- avenue to start direction to it. Hmm. Um, and, you know, we're seeing Brock Lesnar on, you know, twice a week. Um, he's also over on Raw, intimidating Bobby Lashley. He seems to be, and, and we say this sometimes, like, I feel like one of the last times we said this was Boombox Brock, um, where he seems to just be loving life. Yeah, definitely. Um, he definitely is, seems to be loving life um, a lot. So it, 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 imagine that. You had all these, every of these fickle fans hated Brock's gut because he was a part-timer. He, he, so he spends some time away and he comes back with a fresh new character. And what do you know? People start loving it, the, him. Yeah, sometimes all it takes is a little bit of a refresh or... Um, like there's a couple of people that can do amazing work. They just got to, got to really feel it. And I feel like Randy Orton's one of those as well, where Randy Orton could put on a really amazing match. He's just got to feel it and really want to be there. And it's the same with Brock Lesnar. Like you can kind of tell when he's at the end of his sort of run, just doing this and that. But when he's coming out and he's getting to show a bit of personality, he's getting segments with R-Truth or um he's doing knock knock jokes with bobby lashley like some i heard some people complaining that you know uh mvp and and paul Heyman aren't having promo battles or anything like this and it's like when when brock lesnar's this hot 
and and running the way he's running, you just let the man run. You don't shove Paul Haven in there. Yeah, definitely. Um, here's a thought. What if, and this is uh, like a million to one shot. R You've had worse odds than that. <laughs> what if R Truth won the Rumble and we got a feud between R Truth and and Brock Lesnar? Yeah, that really is a uh, is is definitely a million to one. I'll let yeah. you have it. It would be one heck of an entertaining uh, television going up to WrestleMania. Yep. I'm I'm going to just leave that one. Uh, it, it's amazing to think about. I don't think uh, it will be who wins the wins the Rumble, but I could see them having a little bit of an interaction, maybe. Um, maybe. I, I actually kind of expect um, a Ron killing to show up on Impact and say, oh, this isn't Raw. My bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely a spicy meatball with the Royal Rumble coming up. Um, uh, we'll talk about it now. We'll put a late song on because um, let's talk about those two Rumble matches. Obviously, there you're alluding to uh, one of the female entrants for the uh, the Rumble matches. Uh, we got 19 out of 30 entrants announced for those as of recording, and those are representing SmackDown, Rhea Ripley. Uh, sorry, representing Raw, Rhea Ripley, Nikki A.S.H., Dana Brooke, Carmella, Queen Zelina, and Tamina. Representing SmackDown, it's Shotzi, Natalia, Aaliyah, Naomi, Shayna Baszler, and the SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. Representing the Hall of Fame is the Bella Twins and Lita. Uh, a couple of returning stars, Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, and Summer Rae. And then probably the biggest... Uh, surprise announcement, current Impact Knockouts champion, Mickey James. Yeah, it's definitely a surprise, especially after the uh, trash bag incident. But, um, yeah, what can you say? Uh, Mickey James gets one last moment. We get to see a bunch of legends, and um, we get to have a... Uh, and the Rumble match uh, is what it is. It's always a fun match, and... But I think I want to talk more about the rumors around the men's match. <laughs> uh, I, just, I want to throw a little bit. We'll get to the men's match. I just want to throw a little bit in here. Uh, just for on the women's one. Um, first off, my favorite theory on the internet, which is what if Mickey James wins? Um, not happening, but funny to theorize about for sure. Um and I guess one name that sort of just gets breezed over there, Summer Rae, seemingly done nothing since we released her like four years ago, coming on back. Bit of a bit of a change up from some of the stars we usually get coming back for these Royal Rumble matches. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice to see as somebody different. But yeah, I think the most important thing that got over a looked, uh, the SmackDown Women's Champion is in the freaking match. <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't see that when I looked at the graphic the first time. <laughs> I went backwards later and I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, which may mean Be uh, Becky ends up being in it. Or they could be tipping their hand to a potential, again, title unification. Yeah. Becky. Because they're ending her. Because, and, the, and if that happens, uh, if Charlotte wins, which would be her second win, she'd be the first person to win two Rumbles, um, it would definitely be a sign that they're ending the brand threat. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't quite know, uh, what would end up being the, the fallout from that. Obviously, Becky Lynch does have her match against Dewdrop, uh, earlier in the night, but we've seen people pull double duty plenty of times. 
Um, does Charlotte Flair hold on to her SmackDown Women's Championship all the way through to the Rumble? Oh, sorry, all the way through to WrestleMania on the other side of it. I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of question marks and a lot of things that they can do. This is really the season where we start throwing our hands up in the air and just throwing wild theories about because, you know, anything can happen, whether it be the Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins stuff, uh, whether it be the Impact Knockouts champion being involved in the Women's Rumble, um, or whether it be some spicy rumors about the Men's Royal Rumble match, which I'm going to let you slide on into because we've got a little bit of time just before we go into our song. Yeah, I mean, they're talking about doing a surprise for the men's involving the Forbidden Door. Uh, me, personally, it, it could be Moose from I- Impact. That would be a pretty big one. Mm. I'd like maybe the ROH World Champion, yeah. uh, Jonathan Gresham. That'd be an interesting one. But there's also... And this is unlikely to happen, but it it was an interesting theory that was thrown out that I saw. Brian Danielson. Good luck with that. He's the one, yeah, he's the one person from AEW, though, that would be popular enough that it would work with. Because he he didn't burn his bridges, unlike many of the others that went to Mm -hmm. AEW, uh, first off. And secondly, he's the kind of guy that they would make something matter about it, even if that's just a one-off. Or if they somehow continued into some sort of storyline to get to WrestleMania. It's unlikely to happen, but that would be a huge get if they could work that out. Personally, I think it'll end up probably being moves from the Impact World Champion. Mm. But you can dream. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think Daniel Bryan uh, or Bryan Danielson, he'd probably be called Daniel Bryan uh, on his one night back, is definitely a spicy thought to have um and it's fun to be able to sit here and you know usually we'll sit here and go like oh which legends are gonna show up like that's gonna be our surprises and we try and fill out the rest of the card with like oh maybe they'll bring back the honky tonk man or something and to be able to sit here and go you know wwe is willing to work with other companies even if it's just impact they're willing to work with other companies and now you really get to sit back and um i feel like it's truly in the spirit of the royal rumble and say anybody could show up um and if daniel bryan or brian danielson did in fact show up at the royal rumble i feel like you could sit back and you could definitely say with hand over heart anybody could show up in the royal rumble of course there's also rumors about john johnny knoxville being in the rumble I think he's technically announced, is my understanding. I've seen him in graphics. Um, look, celebrity entrance, sometimes they're good. Or as the uh, <laughs> as the meme goes, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Um, you never know with your celebrity entrance. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see as the, the cards fill out for the, the men's and the women's. Obviously, the women's just sort of dumped all of their surprises and pretty much the entire Raw and SmackDown rosters uh, into the matches. So we'll have to see the men only got about 10 of 30 so far. Uh, but as the as the weeks go on and we get closer and closer to the Royal Rumble, we're going to get more and more of those people and we will talk closer to the date about that full card. Um, but we are pretty much 
two thirds of the way through the show, so it's definitely time to go into our entrance theme this week. Uh, I have not pre-prepared. I have not pre-asked Josh what he wants. So I'm going to ask him live right now in the middle of the show. What theme do you want us to play right now? The Deadly Boys. Alrighty. I've stopped wondering why you asked for specific themes. Uh, so I'm just going to hit play and the Dudley Boys song is going to be playing for you right about now. Round upon Free FM, RFM, and NPR. I'm Grady. He's Josh. Uh, I want to. I want to jump over to NXT and talk about that for a second because uh, we finally got the, I guess, culmination of this uh, AJ Styles stuff. You know, we we went on NXT, we went a little bit on Raw, uh, we were bouncing around, and we got our AJ Styles versus Grayson Waller match. Um, oh, we did. Yeah, quite a quite a good match between the two. AJ Styles obviously put on a five star classic with anybody you put in the ring, but I think it really helped out Grayson Waller and you know gave him that rub that we kind of expected it to. Um, and all it really like, I feel like if this was just on NXT, maybe people wouldn't have cared as much. But the fact that Grayson you know showed up on the main roster and crossed over in those ways and showed up here and there. Um, really made for this feud to, to be hot as it was when it came into here. Um, even if it was just, I guess, setting up a return and, uh, Grayson Waller's next feud. Yeah. And it could still have something to do with styles anyway. Mm. Cause it looked like, um, we might get like a tag team match next week, uh, having styles and Knight on one side and, uh, Waller and who knows. <laughs> um, does Waller even have any friends? <laughs> I don't think he does. It might have I think to be a handicap throw match. Your guy Duke, just yeah, um, and they can give and but unfortunately that would mean Duke probably end up getting the fall. Uh, end up with the fall because they would want to keep Waller stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Uh, it was an interesting match. Um, it definitely showed what they see in Waller. 
And I think it does put a jetpack on Waller towards an eventual match with our champion, Braun Breaker, down the road. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be anytime soon because that would be, I think that would be a, a situation where it would be a case where he could definitely take the title from Braun Breaker. And it wouldn't be soon because that would be too short of a range for <laughs> Braun. Um, so I think in a few months, once Braun's had the title for a while, it's ready to move, maybe move on. That's when Waller will come in and he'll get a shot and he'll take the title. And this is just a, an elevated stealth, second stone of the show. This guy has, this guy we believe has the it factor. Let's go with him as, as our top heel. Mm-hmm. And, with NXT potentially losing a couple of stars as well, um, we got to we got to establish really quickly uh, some of these people. Like we're seeing a lot of um, Pete Dunne and Tommaso Ciampa main roster uh, appearances, whether that's dark matches on SmackDown or matches on main event. Uh, it seems as though those two might be being set up to go forward. Um, and, you know, if we're talking about Pete Dunne, he did just lose this week against Tony D'Angelo, sort of setting him up uh, in a crowbar on a pole match, kind of writing Dunne off for a little while as well. So we're seeing some true. big changes. Yeah, true. Um, but I want to talk about something else in, on NXT. Yep, we got a few minutes left. And I think you know what I want to talk about. There's a few things it could be, I, I wonder. How about uh, Camelo Hayes' next opponent? Fair. Yeah, Carmelo Hayes, obviously now the uh, the one single mid-card champion, or not even mid-card, secondary champion, sorry. He likes to claim he's the A champion, but, you know, we'll have to see. Yeah. So, yeah, we have the North American cha- Cruiserweight champion, because he's still carrying around the Cruiserweight championship, so I'll screw it, I'll put the titles together, <laughs> call him the North American Cruiserweight champion. And that, and the First person that stepped up to uh, knock on his door, to borrow a phrase from an AEW wrestler, um, is our boy Cameron Grimes. I don't think he'll do it, but he'll put up a good fight. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's, apparently he stole the key, <laughs> Camilla's keys, <laughs> and said he's coming after his gold. Yeah, it definitely fits Cameron Grimes's. Uh, character. I think he's one of the guys who, even though he was NXT 1.0 black and gold, uh, will fit in really well into this new 2.0. He's very character focused. He's, he's very comedic. Um, and you know, when you line up all of the characters that you have in 2.0, he sort of just fits in. He looks like one of the, one of the crew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, his character work over the last year has been some of the best in in all of wrestling, let alone NXT. So I I think it's definitely a situation where it's like he's on he's one of those guys that where you're like if he doesn't do anything he moves on. I'm fine with that. But he could definitely integrate into the, the new NXT and he could win championships and actually elevate himself too. Mm-hmm. And if if they were going to pull the title off of Cameron Grimes after or uh, after um, Carmelo Hayes after winning the double championships, uh, Cameron Grimes is a perfect person to do it. But think he would he would end up having some good matches with whoever he faces, and would have some entertaining segments 
I mean, some of the best segments of the year was was uh, the last three or four months was his stuff with Duke. Mm. Um, and of course, the stuff he did with LA Knight before that was just gold as well. So I think it's it would be a step in the right direction as far as character work goes. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think he wins the title, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Yeah, I, I, as much as like we look at some of these people from from black and gold and we say they don't fit in and they probably don't have much of a future, as you say, there is a definite chance, not a high chance, but definitely a chance that they choose to commit with Cameron Grimes and yeah. pull him through. Like He's still picking up wins. He's still rolling. Uh, rolling quite well, so hey, but yeah. Carmelo Hayes will put on a good match with him, I'm sure. Yeah, and Ed, it would also, if he did win the title from him, that would just free him up to go after Braun Breaker. Come, and that would be an interesting uh, chase, too. Hmm. Um, because he always calls himself the A Championship, why wouldn't he want to go after the, A-champ- the actual A Championship? Yeah, it was definitely something that it seemed like they were almost... I don't know, subtle doesn't sound right. Just sort of hinting yeah, There's towards. nothing subtle about Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, like, as you say, <laughs> if you're referring to yourself as the top dog, the top champion, when you're holding what is often referred to as the secondary championship, surely you want to correct that. You want to you wanna hold both, or you want to, uh, if you lose this one, you're going to go for the big one. But there's also the concept, I guess, that he's trying to make his championship the most important by making sure that it's the most featured, the most uh, the most loved, kind of what The Miz does when he gets the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely, if you're the secretary champion, you definitely want to make it appear that you as champion mean as much, if not more, than the world champion. Mm-hmm. That's always your goal. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely always your goal. And sometimes it actually works out. <laughs> there have been definitely been world champions that have appeared to have been less than their intercontinental uh, counterparts. Yeah. Uh, at times. So it's definitely, um, it's not a bad strategy. You definitely want to make everybody's eyes on you and have the champions and say, I, I may have this championship, but since I have it, is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Only because I have it. Not because it is the top championship, but because I have it, it makes it the top championship. Yeah. And I, I'm going to jump to Raw. we got one minute left in the show, so there's not going to be a whole lot of discussion about it. I kind of want to mention it, and we'll come back to it next week. Uh, we do have new Raw Tag Team Champions. Uh, you know, just as we spent a big chunk of time talking last week about how, like, who could really unseat RK Bro, who could be their next challenger. As we say that, the Alpha Academy, who lost their, like, last six or eight matches together, pull it together and manage to take out RK Bro, pick up the titles, and, uh, I presume we'll have a little bit of fallout next week, maybe. Yeah, I, it's probably time to start splitting them off. Let them do their own things and maybe get us in time for Matt Riddle to win the Rumble and maybe see, have a match with Lesnar at WrestleMania. Who knows? We'll That's always little... an option, too. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about that next week as we sort of see what happens with Randy Orton and uh, and Riddle. But for now, we've run out of time. It's been great talking to you. Ivy. 
You can visit our physical page, physical.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, or our Twitter page, Twitter.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, or our YouTube page, YouTube.com forward slash wrestling R&D up, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.